0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Before we jump into some breaking news involving Ben Simmons, which really, it feels like we're getting every second or third day, Don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. And of course, we'd appreciate a five-star review if you were inclined to giving us one. So now, a little bit of breaking news involving Ben Simmons. Not earth-shattering in terms of there's a deal imminent, but Bleacher Reports' Jake Fisher saying that the Sixers will not pay Ben Simmons a 25% of his salary. That's owed to him as of Friday, October one per the terms of his contract. Now, Simmons had already received the initial 25% of his salary for the upcoming season, and he was actually due the other 25%, which is the way his contract is structured on October 1, which is today when I'm recording this. Uh, That's roughly $8.25 million. And so now I'm going to read a quote from, from Jake Fisher in his report. Philly views Simmons' refusal to report to training camp as not fulfilling the terms of his contract in dialogue with league office personnel and player union officials, the Sixers appear to be within their rights to withhold that lucrative check. So again, Daryl Morey, Doc Rivers, you know, being in in uh, Philly and, and heading over to Jersey for the practice facility throughout the week, they're saying this is what they're going with. And, you know, we've all heard what Joel Embiid had to say regarding Simmons, you know, what happened with Jimmy Butler, uh, how he kind of thought that was a mistake that they let him go and, and that the team has catered to Simmons a lot over previous seasons and hearing him say, yeah, we, we are a better team with him. No, no doubt about it. And that is the truth. But if he's refusing to come, I think the Sixers are doing this right. You know, if you don't want to play, we're not going to, you know, do the right thing or try and smooth things over and say, Hey, well, you know, let's try and give him his money and, you know, maybe smooth things over Maury and, and doc rivers, especially were a little bit contentious when they were answering questions at camp and and after practices, when they had media availabilities, well, when doc did, cause Daryl didn't other than, on media day, but if you're looking at this for, from the Sixers standpoint, basically they're in a spot where they can find Ben 7,500 bucks for missing practices at a minimum, and 227 grand for every game that he misses. Damn, if that was us, uh, most of us probably listen to this podcast and me speaking from my end, I'd be showing up no, no problem for 227,000 dollars. But I'm not a rich NBA player. But it's interesting to see that, like. The Sixers have basically said this. um, The Athletic Shams, Charnia, basically saying the same thing that, hey, uh, Ben's camp is aware of the ramifications of him holding out, and he still has no intention of showing up to Philly, and he understands that, hey, you know what? I'm going to get hit hard in the wallet. But again, he probably has enough of a nest egg where it's not going to kill him. So uh, this, again, not not a, a crazy development in the sense that, hey, we're gonna we're gonna hold out ben's salary and and 25 of it again at eight eight and a quarter million dollars which is a crazy amount but he's not getting it and again i don't think that's going to put any pressure on him to come back i don't think this is going to move things i really think this is going to be the long haul when we're looking at how this is going to play out and again Every team right now in the NBA thinks they're much improved, you know, except for probably the you know you got bottom feeding squads out there who, who really don't have much of a chance uh, in terms of being contenders. But you know, like teams like the Pistons. Let's be real, you're not going to contend for a championship, doesn't matter what you do. But almost every other team out there made some moves in the in the off season. You know, the Thunder, another squad in the West, that again, probably realistic. Sam Presti is with with his squad that hey, you know, we're not going to fool anybody in thinking we're winning a championship, but. You know, they do every other squad. You look around, you know, the Timberwolves feel like they can have a shot at getting into the playoffs. The Trailblazers, well, let's see what happens under Chauncey Billups. You look at the Wizards. They still have Bradley Beal, who can sign an extension coming up this month. If he doesn't sign that, then you might start to hear a little bit more buzz about Bradley Beal wanting out of Washington. And you also have to deal with the vaccination status. That's a topic for another day. But if you're looking around the NBA, every team at this point wants to make a leap, whether that's going from playoff contender to championship contender. Or that's going from a team that was outside the postseason last last year, and now wanting to get back in uh, this season and trying to, trying to make a move. Teams like Orlando, uh, teams like the Knicks are going to try and stick around the playoff picture. You know, the Charlotte Hornets might want to make a leap. They got Lamelo Ball there. They got you know some good assets. So you're looking around the league. I don't think you're going to see a lot of things start to open up. You're not going to see things open up until we get to you know, November, where maybe a team starts off two and eight and is like, okay, we need to make some moves here. And another key date is still quite a while away is December 15th, which is when the league will take away the trade restrictions for newly signed free agents and, you know, the other players who move throughout the offseason. So they'll have to wait until after December 15th for for some of those guys to become available. So again, I, I do think that this situation with Simmons is far from over. I do believe that if the Sixers start off well, that will eliminate some of the pressure on Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, and the Sixers brass to make a move because then they're going to be like, hey, we're not in a position that we need to we need to make a panic trade or make a decision that we're going to get 50 cents on the dollar. Our team's still pretty damn good, and we're going to sit things out, and we're going to wait until we get something that either suits us or Ben starts reasoning with us, and we can figure out some sort of solution to this. So the Sixers are back on the court on Monday. They're taking on the Raptors in Toronto. Then they'll play again next Thursday, October 7th. They'll be at home against Toronto. So the preseason games, I think, you know, not going to be a huge indication of anything. They really never are, unless we're surprised by a youngster really showing development. But if you look at the Sixers' first few games, they're at New Orleans to start off the season. A big one against Brooklyn at home. That's the home opener on on Friday, October 22nd. Then you got a pretty good schedule after that at OKC, at the Knicks, home to Detroit, rematch against Atlanta October 30th that'll be a big one on a Saturday then you got Portland Chicago Detroit Chicago New York and even after that they play Milwaukee this is getting into November now and then they play Toronto and Indiana so really you're looking at those first 12 to 13 games they got a good shot at starting off well and if they do the pressure on them to make a trade will be much less than if they started off the season through 15 games let's say they were sitting at seven and eight or eight and seven and and you know looking sluggish on the court and as if things, you know, the team isn't coming together chemistry-wise. So they are going to have the, the benefit of time here. I, I do think the first month or so of the season is going to be critical to see how this whole thing's going to play out. And you know, from a Sixers fan standpoint, yeah, you want the, the Trailblazers to come out and, and be crap when they start the season. Right. If they, they start off worst, a guy like Damian Lillard in the prime of his career wasted some good seasons in Portland in terms of not having a sniff of a championship. But if they start off slower, maybe he's like, dude, I'm done with this. You know, I don't like the direction of this and I I need out. And then that'll start to open things up. But until then, and I think Doc and and Daryl addressed this at media day, basically like, hey, we expect Ben to be here. They're saying all the right things. I think they know it's not going to happen, you know, unless Simmons really gets desperate from a financial standpoint, which as Shams reported, doesn't seem like it's going to be the case. So, you know, you're looking at this and they're, they're saying all the right things publicly. They're saying they expect him back They're they're you know, and, and Doc, you know, walked back some of his comments he made following the Game 7 loss saying, hey, you know, the media didn't understand my intent, which is fair. Again, you're saying all the right things. That's not going to hurt your bargaining position, because if they came out and said, well, you know, Ben's not here and that's his decision. And, you know, we, we don't want that attitude around our team. Yeah, I'm just hypothetically speaking here. If that was the case then yeah you're going to hurt his trade value in the market again that's that's the basics of it all but i do think the sixers are handling this right not going to pay that man what he's due and you know basically looking at the cba they they have a case then they're they're well within the reason to hold out that 8 and a quarter million dollars either way strap in this is going to take a long time so don't expect a, a resolution to the standoff between ben and the sixers anytime soon but the good news is we'll finally have some basketball to talk about The Raptors, like I mentioned, they'll be into uh, the Raptors are hosting the Sixers on Monday, October 4th. So at least we'll get some upfront glimpse of what type of offense Doc's going to run, maybe get an idea of of how they're running their rotations. We did catch a glimpse of that during during the playoffs and have a pretty good idea of who the second unit is going to be. But I am interested to see how they run things offensively. And again, we're going to get our first crack at that on Monday. That'll wrap things up for this episode of Sixers Daily. Don't forget, subscribe to our podcast network. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, you name it. We are there. And of course, we always appreciate a five-star review. If you want to give us one and check out LibertyBallers.com. Paul, Steve, the entire crew there will have you covered as we get into the regular season. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of.